if it were possible to lose your next 10 pounds without dieting? Listen closely and welcome to the Stop Dieting Forever podcast, where you will discover the key components that most diets won't tell you because they want you to keep coming back. Not here. This is your last stop on the weight loss struggle bus. I am your host, Jennifer Dent Brown, life and weight loss coach, and I'm going to show you how to stop dieting forever. Let's jump into today's episode. Hey there, and welcome to episode 16, and welcome to my cozy corner of podcast land. If you're a new listener, I just want to give you a very special welcome. I'm happy to have your ear. And if you're a returning listener, welcome back. So how are you feeling right now? I want you to challenge yourself to just check in and describe how you're feeling in one word. If you know you're an emotional eater, it is so important that you learn to do this, just being able to say and describe in one word, how are you feeling at that moment? Why? Because the more emotionally literate you get, the better you are at preventing these emotional overeats. So how are you feeling? And if this is hard for you to come up with a one-word description, it is okay. It was hard for me at first when I started to learn to do this. But one of my pro tips is go to Google and just type in emotions list. And there are hundreds of them. Just print one out, use it, get familiar with it, and begin to build your emotional IQ. Make that one of your goals for this month is to become more emotionally literate. All right? All right. Before we jump into today's topic... I want to tell you that Lose Your Next 10 Pounds Without Dieting 5-Day Challenge is back and it's coming up. Are you registered? If not, I want you to go to jenniferdent.com and get yourself registered. We're going to begin on September 21st. You can go sign up and make sure that you invite a friend or two or three to come along with you for this journey. It's going to be a little bit different from the one we did in July. so. If you enjoy the one in July, you will enjoy this one just as much, I promise you. All right, let's talk about today's topic. I want to talk to you about hunger and getting familiar with what hunger means to you. When I start working with my new clients, I find that most of them just don't really know when they are truly physically hungry. And why do I know this? Because for me, it was a huge issue. When I was stuck in the diet cycle, I was always on a diet because I just liked to eat. I always felt hungry and I felt like I needed to follow a diet to stop eating all the time. But what I didn't realize was that 99% of the time when I thought I was hungry all the time, I was really experiencing what I call fake hunger. It wasn't a signal for me to fuel my body, right? It wasn't a natural signal. It was that my body was tricking my brain into feeling hungry. So I had a good excuse to eat. Like, ooh, I'm feeling a little hungry. Let me go have my snack. So if you've been on your share of diets, you're probably like I was. 
and you don't know what true physical hunger feels like in your body. Why? Because diets allow us to ignore our body's true hunger signals. And I know I talk about true hunger signals a lot, and you may be familiar with that phrase, a true hunger signal, but you're not quite sure what that is. We're going to talk about that today. So as a dieter, you're used to just following a plan, right? You're following a schedule of when to eat, what to eat, how much to eat. And when you're on a diet, you don't really pay attention to those true hunger signals, but you do pay attention to the fake hunger signals. All right, so let's break down what fake hunger looks like and how do you know if this is a problem for you? Do you find yourself eating because of the time on the clock? I call that very simply clock hunger. So this is when you're just in the habit of eating at a certain time every day. And as soon as the clock strikes, your brain is like, oh, time to eat. So I remember when I was doing the three meals and two snacks back in the day when they told us that that was healthy and that had we had to do that to keep our metabolism running, blah, blah, blah. So my snack times were 10 a.m. and 3 p.m. So you best believe like I in- intrinsically knew at like 9.48 a.m. it was almost time to eat. It was almost 10 o'clock. And as soon as it was 10 o'clock, I was like, ooh, break time, time to go have my mid-morning snack. Here's another way to know if you are more in tune with your fake hunger signals than your true hunger signals. So do you constantly eat more than you intend? So you decide you're going to eat one thing, like this certain amount, but you end up eating way more than what you intended to. So for example, you eat your first potato chip or your first tortilla chip, and it's hard to eat just one serving because they taste so good. And you are believing that you still want to eat more and you're ignoring your body's natural signal to tell you, hey, we've had enough. We're good. Okay, that is called limbic hunger, when you constantly eat more than you intend to eat. Okay, do you experience the urge to chew or to eat something when you're not really hungry? Yes, I call this mouth hunger. And this is when you have a craving for something really specific because you're just looking for like a certain taste or a certain texture. I find this with people who love to eat cheese. If you're one of those people who have to have cheese all the time, it's because you are experiencing mouth hunger. Cheese offers like a certain texture and a certain flavor that you can only find with cheese. And for some people, that is like a little party in their mouth. So they're always looking to have cheese. This is me. Right, I know from experience because I always had like 80 different types of cheese. And I remember when they came out with those little snack cheeses, I was like, oh, this is the best thing ever. So mouth hunger, right? Do you experience the urge to chew or eat something when you're not really hungry? Okay, so these are what I call clock hunger, limbic hunger, mouth hunger. These are types of fake hunger. That's what I call them. And if you agree, that you experience clock hunger, limbic hunger, or mouth hunger, you 
agree that it's possible that you have a hard time distinguishing when your body actually needs food versus your emotions tricking you to believe that your body needs more food. This is the fake hunger. So another example, when you see that pizza commercial on TV, right? It's designed to trigger a sensation of hunger just with your visual, just with the vision, right? You could have the TV on mute and you see that piece of pizza, you know, the one where they stick the spatula under one slice and they raise it up like in slow motion so you can see the cheese is dripping off the side of the pizza slice. Yeah, I know. (laughs) That's designed on purpose to trigger a sensation of hunger. I haven't had food from McDonald's in years, but sometimes I'll see that quarter pounder commercial and for a hot second, I think "Mm, that would taste good right now. But the difference between the old me who ate McDonald's on the regular and the new me is that I know that thought, right? I know that thought when it pops up, ooh, that would taste good right now. That is just old programming in my brain. It's that, it's that old thought pattern, seafood, one food. And you probably experience the same thing. Now, I am 100% aware of that thought pattern. So I no longer pay it any mind. I just observe the thoughts and keep going on about my business. And I don't think about it again because I know that giving into the desire to go eat a quarter pounder every time I saw a commercial just isn't going to be beneficial to my weight or my health. But there is a reason why you see the same food advertisements on TV right around traditional eating times. Now, you won't see a Taco Bell commercial during the morning news at like 7 a.m., but you will see it at night and on the weekends. The food companies know at these times you're probably more likely to give in to that visual craving and maybe drive over to Taco Hell. I mean, I'm sorry, Taco Bell. (laughs) The food companies know that most people aren't aware of their ability to create fake hunger. So they barrage you with ads all the time, every single day, because they want you to eat their food. And when you're not aware that your brain is being manipulated, you think you just have on the TV and you're just watching whatever you watch, like, no, 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 those commercials are manipulating your brain. So when you're not aware of that, you allow the thought of biting into a juicy burger or ordering a cheesy pizza, you've let that thought roll around in your head subconsciously until you end up finally eating something. Now, you may not run and go pick up the phone and order Papa John's immediately because, you know, you're a professional dieter. And obviously, that would be way too indulgent. But you might get the bright idea to go grab a 100-calorie snack pack of popcorn from the pantry. Either way, whether you're eating the pizza or you're eating the popcorn, you're still consuming calories that your body is not asking for. And any time you are over-consuming calories, you have a weight problem. Restaurants and food makers are also hip to the game on social media. Have you ever heard of the term food porn? Yes, I said food porn. Go to Instagram and search for that hashtag, okay? 
<laughs> you will find 237 million photos of food to literally drool over. And all you need to do is just look at those photos. They're not, they're not animated. They're not moving. It's just a still photograph of food. And suddenly, your hunger signal is falsely triggered. You think you're hungry, and it feels like you could eat a little something because you weren't hungry when you opened up your phone and, and hit the Instagram app. But all of a sudden, you're looking at the food porn, and, and it feels like, ooh, I think I could have a little something, right? But you didn't receive a true hunger signal from your body. It was a visual cue to tell yourself that you're hungry. That is another example of fake hunger. So if you know all the ways that you experience fake hunger, how do we know when we experience real hunger? Now, I want you to get this because as with everything that I tell you on this podcast, it is very important, right? In order for you to stop dieting forever, you have to become aware that there is a difference between appetite and hunger. Have you ever thought about the difference between your appetite and your hunger? If not, I'm gonna break it down for you a little bit more. Appetite is the drive to eat, which is generated by your brain. You do not have control over your appetite. It's a natural human function of the brain that is part of your body's magnificent autopilot system. When you really think about it, your body is like the most sophisticated computer on the planet, right? Because think about all the things that your body just does automatically without you having to consciously tell it what to do, like controlling your pulse, controlling your breath, your breathing, your ability to sweat, your ability to digest food. You don't think consciously of like, okay, I'm going to eat this apple. Okay, body, now you have to digest it. No, your body automatically regulates your sleep, your beating heart, like so many things. It is really a wondrous creation when you think about it, right? You don't have to control your heart rate. You don't have to control your pulse and you don't have to control your appetite, and you don't have any control over your appetite, really. And here's the fascinating thing about appetite is that animals have the same primitive appetite control. It's actually called, if you want to look it up, apostat, right? And this is the part in your brain that controls your appetite. Animals have the same thing. This is why you don't see overweight birds trying to fly around or, or obese wild animals right? Because they eat when they are driven to eat by their appetite. And that is the only time that they eat. The problem that we run into as human beings is our lovely conscious brains, our logical brains that tell us, oh, a little bit won't hurt, or you know you want something sweet right now, or don't you waste that food, or oh my gosh, this is so delicious. What are we eating next? right? All of those thoughts that we've had from time to time that cause us to keep eating. Our lovely logical brains can override the appetite's signals or lack of 
by creating feelings of hunger. Okay, do you, do you get that? Do you understand? So when you're on a diet, and this is why diets don't work, you are literally ignoring your appetite. Your brain is so focused on following the plan and making sure you eat the right foods at the right time and the right amount. But what the, these diets don't tell you is that your appetite is your body's natural calorie regulator. You don't need to depend on counting macros or counting points or counting carbs to permanently lose weight. And let's be honest, are we going to be counting points forever? No, I am a Weight Watchers dropout twice, maybe three times. I don't even remember at this point. But I got to a point where I was like, you know what? I ain't counting no more points. I'm sorry. Or even counting carbohydrates or macros. Right? This is a precise reason why diets don't work. Everyone's body requires different needs. So why do we think that a cookie cutter diet is going to work for everyone? So if you're still looking for that perfect diet, thinking you just need to find the perfect one that's going to help you get to your goal weight, I want you to stop it. Because there is no perfect diet out there that is going to help you get to your goal weight. You've got to figure out what works best for you. And this is exactly what I teach in my Stop Dieting Forever process. So I was doing some research online to get ready for this podcast, and I found that there is a new international study that was published in the BMJ back in April. And it basically says that most diets, regardless of which one, will lead to weight loss and lower blood pressure. But those results largely disappear after a year. Did you hear what I just said? This study just basically found out what I already know, that diets don't work. Yeah, you can lose a little bit of weight because you're going to be motivated and you have the willpower to stick with it, but long-term, you're not going to be able to stick with it. And so any weight loss that you get or achieve in the beginning of a new diet will disappear. 45 million Americans go on a diet each year. That's just in America, y'all. 45 million people go on a diet every year. And guess what? That is 45 million Americans that will fail at their diet long term. So the people who were in this international study were following popular diets like paleo, keto, Mediterranean. Some of them were counting macros. And overall, they did see weight loss and they did see an improvement in their blood pressure numbers within the first six months. And we know exactly why, right? I talked about the motivational meltdown. In the beginning, motivation is high. But listen, After 12 months of them being on this diet and being in this study, their progress slowed down and it began to reverse. They began to gain the weight back. And so this article that I was reading, and I'll put it in the show notes if you want to go and like read it for yourself and read these studies specifically. There was another study in 2018, and I'll put a link to these studies in the show notes if you want to go do your own research. 
But there was another study in 2018, which followed 29 long-term weight loss studies. And it showed that more than half of the lost weight was regained within two years. And by five years, more than 80% of the lost weight was regained. Some of y'all might have been in that study, right? You can relate. You lost a bunch of weight. I've talked to many, many, many women who have lost weight and ended up regaining the weight. Even women who have done the weight loss surgery ended up regaining the weight that they lost within two years, three years, four years. So what does this tell us? Diets don't work. Stop dieting and learn to listen to your body's own weight regulator, which is your appetite. You need to become aware of your fake hunger, right? All of your fake hunger signals and head it off before it tricks you into overeating. Remember, that's why I said when I see a McDonald's commercial and for a hot second, I'm like, ooh, Big Mac. Actually, no, not Big Macs. I don't like Big Macs. Quarter pounder with cheese. Yes. For a hot second, my brain will be like, oh, that looks good. But I know that that is a fake hunger signal. And so I just ignore it. But I've been doing this for a while. So this is easier said than done. And logically, I know that it makes sense to you because you're like, yeah, I can relate. I, 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 you know, have some of those thoughts when I see these see the food porn on Instagram and I see the commercials on TV. But I want you to recognize this. Listening to your fake hunger signals are old thought patterns that you've been stuck in for eons, especially if you're a professional dieter and you've been around this block more than once. These are old thought patterns that you have had and are having for years. And some of those thought patterns can be completely subconscious. Like you don't even realize that you're having it. So breaking these thought patterns takes time, takes commitment, takes perseverance. It takes determination, but it can be done. Okay, so just pay attention to your fake hunger signals when they pop up. And in that instance you have the opportunity to pause, right? And then when you're pausing, you're interrupting that old thought pattern and then you can decide what your next action is gonna be. Are you gonna eat the thing? Are you gonna go call Papa John's or run and get your snack pack of popcorn or hit up the McDonald's drive-thru? Or are you gonna decide, hey, This is a thought pattern that I've always had. I'm choosing my goal weight over my desire to get waffle fries from Chick-fil-A, right? It can be done. This is what I teach my clients, all right? So it is time now for Stop and Celebrate. And this is the part of the show where I shout out someone who is living the Stop Dieting Forever lifestyle. And today I want to celebrate Dr. Z who sent me a lovely email. And I am paraphrasing her email, but she said, first, I want to say congrats on the 5,000 downloads on your podcast. It seems just like the other day where you sent out an email asking if you should continue with your podcast. And I remember responding, yes, 
in all capital letters. And I saw your post about the podcast downloads and just smiled like, yeah, she is doing the damn thing. Although I may not be working to lose weight, I am working to lose fat and make healthier choices. And I'm quickly learning that I am an emotional eater. I also sent your podcast to four friends of mine who have some weight loss goals. Why keep it to myself when it is so good? So thanks for continuing your podcast and thanks for today's message. Keep doing what you're doing and for putting in my mind to think of what if I succeed? Thank you, Dr. Z. Oh, thank you so much for sending me that email, Dr. Z. I love hearing how you all are doing and the progress that you're making with the concepts that I teach here on this podcast. And Dr. Z, I want to thank you for sharing the podcast with not just one of your friends, but four. (laughs) I love it. So if you're finding this podcast useful, why not leave a review and a rating, right? The more reviews I have, the more people are exposed to the podcast. And you know what that means. More people are able to learn how to get off of the weight loss struggle bus and stop dieting forever. And you know what happens when more people are able to check weight loss off of their to-do list, like done, lost my weight, done, right? When that happens, they have more energy and more brain space to contribute more of their unique gifts, more of their talents to their community, to their families, to their clients. And the world will become a better place, one diet-free mind at a time. So please do not be shy. Leave a review. They're not just for me and my ego, but they are for our bigger community. Let's help spread this message around the world. And speaking of world, shout out to the listeners in the UK, Australia, Sweden, Brazil, Ireland, New Zealand, Greece, the Netherlands, Denmark, France, Germany, South Africa, the Bahamas, Ecuador, Colombia, India, Norway. Yes, we have listeners all over the world who are listening to the Stop Dieting Forever podcast. And I want to give a special shout out to one of my newest private clients from Spain. She heard me as a guest on another podcast, searched me, found this podcast, joined the last Lose Your Next 10 10 Pounds Challenge, and decided she had to work with me. So yes, y'all, we are international, okay? All right, make sure you go sign up for the September 21st Lose Your Next 10 Pounds Weight Loss Challenge right now. Go to jenniferdent.com and sign up. Leave me a rating and a review if if you're finding this podcast useful. And lastly, I want you to live lux and I will see you in the next episode. Hey, 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 before you go, I have one more thing for you. 
If you liked today's episode and want to learn more about the Stop Dieting Forever lifestyle, I have a free weight loss guide for you at jenniferdent.com forward slash stop dieting forever. In it, you'll discover the four things you must try before you give up on your weight loss goal. Go to jenniferdent.com forward slash stop dieting forever to request your free copy. What do you have to lose but some weight? Go to jenniferdent.com forward slash stop dieting forever right now. Don't put it off until later. Decide your health is worth the time now. Go to jenniferdent.com forward slash stop dieting forever to discover what you can do to really stop dieting forever. Dieting forever.